0: Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the Titans are 7-3 and three after 11 weeks, but what will be their final regular season record? I'll go game by game and give you my updated prediction then. NFL Pro Bowl voting has opened. I'll tell you which Tennessee Titans players I think deserve a spot at this year's Pro Bowl. And then finally, the AFC playoff picture is coming into focus. Which teams are the best matchup for the Titans in round one of the playoffs? We'll go over all of that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans. Your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, we are going to take a look at the Titans schedule remaining and see what we think. The Titans' final record will be. Before we get into that, I do want to let you know that today's episode of Locked On Titans is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match, up to $100 when they use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com promo code locked on thank you guys for making the locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen or you just haven't subscribed yet make sure that you stay locked into the locked on Titans podcast for Monday through Friday free Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms including the locked on Titans YouTube channel subscribe there smash the notification bell and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you think the Titans can beat the Cincinnati Bengals this weekend, but diving in here, speaking of those Cincinnati Bengals, that is obviously the next game on the Tennessee Titans schedule. Where will they finish? How will they finish? What will their record be? Well, number one, guys, and I know out of the gate, going to get everybody riled up on this one, but I think the Bengals win this game. The problem for me is the Bengals' strengths as a team line up with the Titans' weaknesses, I think one big weakness one big weakness the Titans have is the ability to win one-on-one on the outsides at cornerback. Well, T Higgins and then Jamar Chase probably coming back for this game. So, like we saw with Alan Lazard and Christian Watson, and quite frankly, like we've seen all year on the outside of the field, Cortland Sutton, Mac Collins, Alec Pierce. I don't need to keep going, right? That has been the one weakness for the Titans on defense all year long is one-on-one matchups on the outside with the cornerbacks. Well, this is the toughest matchup that the Titans might face all year in that regard. Then, on the other side of the ball, the Titans' number one weakness on offense is the tackle position, specifically left tackle with Dennis Daly. Well, you're going to have Trey Hendrickson. You're going to have Sam Hubbard, guys, ready to come and rush the passer against the Titans. So I just think it's a bad matchup for the Titans when they might be missing Christian Fulton. They might be missing Amani Hooker still missing. Danico Autry for sure might be missing. Bud Dupree again might be missing. Zach Cunningham. I mean, too many starters out for the Titans on defense to be able to keep pace, in my opinion. So I'm going to say the Titans lose to the Bengals. And then that game against Philly. I think the Titans lose that one as well. On the road against Philadelphia. Philadelphia has, again, Wide receivers that can dominate those matchups. A.J. Brown against Terrence Mitchell. And Devontae Smith even could present a tough challenge for Christian Fulton. And if they don't have Christian Fulton because of the hamstring, then things get even darker for the Titans. So there's a matchup there that can be exploited. And then on the other side of the ball, Philly just has an incredibly talented defense. They have a good defensive front that can get pressure on the Titans' offensive line. So I think those are just bad matchups with the way those teams are built. But after that, a game at home against Jacksonville, that's a win for the Titans. The Titans go on the road then on December 18th and play in Los Angeles against the Chargers. This was a tough one for me because, again, if the Chargers' wide receivers are healthy, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and then the pass rush. Joey Bosa may be back at that point with Khalil Mack. Those are just tough, tough strengths to deal with when you're the Titans and they go against your number one weakness on either side of the ball. So I actually think on the road, all the way across the country, the Titans lose that game to the Chargers. Now, I could see the Titans winning that game. Absolutely could. Would not be surprised by that at all. I'm not confident in in that being a loss. I think the Titans are a better team than the Chargers. And in fact, later on in the episode, I'll explain to you why I think the Chargers are a good matchup for the Titans In the playoffs at home in Tennessee in the cold weather. But not in LA. So I think going across the country could be tough for the Titans. Pass rush. Wide receivers are the strength of the Chargers. I think that's a tough matchup for the Titans. But then going forward after there. Titans have a game against the Texans at home. That's going to be a win. Titans at home Thursday night football against the Cowboys. Another game where... Wide receiver and pass rush is the strength, but a short week. The Cowboys play the Eagles in a big matchup before that on Christmas weekend. Then on the short week on the road in Tennessee against a physical Titans team, I'll take the Titans in that matchup in a close game and then finish the year out with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just think the Titans are going to win that game. Not too concerned about that. So if you're following down the stretch, I got the Titans losing. To the Bengals, to the Eagles, and to the Chargers. I got them beating the Jaguars, the Texans, the Cowboys, and the Jaguars again. That would make the Titans four and three in those final seven games. It would leave them with a record of eleven and six. I think that would be a great outcome for the Titans. And if they beat the Chargers, which is something I wouldn't be surprised by, because I think either the Cowboys game or the Chargers game will be a loss. One of one of the two. Now I could see them winning both of those, but I just think that, logically speaking, that's that's what you would expect. So the way I see it, the Titans are going to go eleven and six. I could see twelve and five as well. If you want to say twelve and five at the end, I wouldn't be shocked by that either. But I'm going to go with eleven and six, and I think the Titans end up getting the third or the fourth seed in the playoffs. They've had a good year. I think they're going to finish out strong as well. So with that in mind. Who are some Tennessee Titans who should make the Pro Bowl? Pro Bowl voting is open, and I think there are a lot of Tennessee Titans who are deserving, and maybe even some Titans, that you haven't quite thought of or you don't think of first when you think of Pro Bowl options for them. But before we get into that, do want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor, Turo. Turo is the world's largest car-sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car that you want, wherever you want it, From a community of local hosts. You can browse a huge selection of vehicles. From the US. To the UK. To Canada. And coming soon to Australia as well. You can book a spacious SUV or minivan for your family road trip. You can get that classic or luxury car. For a special event. A birthday. A holiday. You can test drive that new electric vehicle that you've had your eye on. Just to see how it actually fits your everyday lifestyle. Most Turo hosts. Can even deliver the car directly to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms and conditions and exclusions apply. Forget your boring rental car and find your drive at Turo.com. Also, do want to tell you guys a little more about today's title sponsor, PrizePix. So, PrizePix is daily fantasy made easy. Guys, they have a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 100 rushing yards. Pat Mahomes. 275 passing yards, Justin Jefferson, a receiving touchdown. All you do is you pick two to five players and you say whether they're going to do more or they're going to do less than the projection that they have. If you win, you can get up to 10 times the money of your entry. All you have to do right now, go to prizepicks.com or use the Prizepicks app. Enter the promo code Locked On. First-time users are going to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. So you go to the Price Picks app, you sign up, you use promo code locked on, you deposit $100, Price Picks is going to give you a free $100 you deposit. $50, Price Picks is going to give you a free $50. So make sure that you go to pricepicks.com right now, use that promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 again. PricePix.com, promo code locked on. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about what I think the Titans' final record will be for the season. I went with eleven and six. I could see twelve and five. Anything less than eleven and six, in my opinion, would would be a kind of a collapse of sorts for the Titans. But after that, we're going to roll into a conversation about who should make the Pro Bowl for the Titans. Before we do though, put what you think the Titans' final regular season record will be. Down in the comments, I want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe for Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content for free on all platforms all year round. But looking at those Pro Bowl options for the Titans, and I'm going to start on the offensive side of the ball and work my way down through the defense, and then we'll take a A detour at the end for some names that I don't think maybe you were thinking of. But number one, on the offense, I'm going to be honest with you. With the up and down play of the offensive line, with Nate Davis and Ben Jones missing time, I only see one guy on the Titans offense that deserves a Pro Bowl nod. And it's Derrick Henry. Absolutely, Derrick Henry. So far this year, 230 rushes. 1,010 yards, 4.4 yards per carry, 10 touchdowns. He's thrown a a touchdown. Uh, He's caught passes this year. I mean, Derrick Henry's just had a fantastic year. I mean, so far this season, he's already got 18 catches. 19 is his career high. So, he's got 199 yards. 206 receiving yards. It's going to is going to be his career high. So he's probably going to pass his career high in receiving yards. He's going to pass his career high in catches. He's going to have a great year on the ground. He's going to go over, you know, 1500, 1600 yards, maybe even a crazier amount than that if he really goes on a Dehember run for the ages. I mean, Derrick Henry by far deserves a Pro Bowl nod, best running back in the NFL in my opinion. And I think there's a, a lot of evidence to point us that way but honestly like I said that's the only guy that I really have on the offensive side of the ball for the Titans from here it's it's all about defense and how can you talk about the Titans defense without mentioning Jeffrey Simmons I, I mean Simmons missed one game but outside of that he's been absolutely dominant throughout the season he's got uh six and a half sacks already this year which I mean he's two away. From setting his career high, which he sat last year with eight and a half. I mean, there's a good chance that Jeffrey Simmons goes over 10 sacks this year. And before the season, I said if Simmons wanted to take that leap to the next level, he had to get double digit sacks. And he's well on pace to do that. So, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, six and a half sacks, 34 tackles, uh, seven tackles for loss, 10 quarterback hits, a bunch of pressures this year. I mean, Jeffrey, I mean, he's got 16 pressures so far this year. 25 is his career high. Jeffrey Simmons has been incredible for the Titans. Not only should he be a pro bowler, but like Derrick Henry, he should be an all-pro, which is the much more prestigious honor. Also on defense, you got to add Danico Autry. Going into the game against the Packers, Danico Autry had 40, one pressures on the year, fourth in the NFL. He's one of the most underrated players in the entire NFL period. Now, he's a guy who probably won't make the Pro Bowl because who's paying attention to Danico Autry? Blah, 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 blah. And you know what? That's fine. But Titans fans are going to appreciate Autry. He's got seven sacks already. He's two away from his career high. He's probably going to set a career high in sacks. You look at the pressures. He's got 20. Two, uh, just pure pressures, not counting sacks and hits and all of that. So, I mean, he he's going to set career highs in basically every stack. No way around it. it. It's beautiful stuff, quite frankly. And with how much Danico Autry has meant to this Titans defense, I, I think Titans fans got to beat the drum on that. Danico Autry deserves a Pro Bowl selection. He does. He does. In his career, he deserves to be more recognized than he is. So, for me, I I think that Danico Autry, a guy who hasn't made the Pro Bowl, deserves at least one Pro Bowl not in his career, and this is the year that that I think that he should get it. Outside of Danico Autry, you got to talk about David Long. You got to talk about David Long. David Long has quickly ascended into being one of the best linebackers in the NFL. He's starting to get recognized by national media folks. I mean, so far this year, David Long has 79 tackles leading the team, seven tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. He's been in the backfield a ton, two interceptions. One of them was a game winner against the Commanders. David Long's been fantastic. He's played in all 10 games. David Long deserves a Pro Bowl nod. He has been Pro Bowl worthy this year at linebacker for the Titans. For sure. For sure. And, of course, you got to mention Kevin Byard. Now, I know that KB hasn't had the most eye-popping year. He's not all over the field all the time like he was at times last year. But he's taking people away week to week. Taking people away. They're not targeting him. They're not going after Kevin Byard. They're not even trying. So, yes. He only has one interception on the season. One pass defense. But he's got 66 tackles. He's made plays in the backfield. And he's been playing a ton of man coverage this year with the Titans' depth issues in the secondary. And that's not what he does best. So, despite not doing what he does best, Kevin Byard still, still having a great season for the Titans. So, I think he definitely deserves... To be a Pro Bowl. At the end of the day, the Titans can't have this good of a defense and not deserve some Pro Bowl honors. So Henry, Simmons, Autry, uh, Bayard, Long, those are the guys that I think really deserve Pro Bowl nods. Christian Fulton is kind of on the edge, but he's just had some performances, some downs during the year that, that I can't I can't say that that he deserves the Pro Bowl honor right now. I do want to finally mention three guys on special teams. Of course, Ryan Stonehouse. Stoney should be an all-pro at punter this year, not just a pro bowler. Hassan Haskins has been great as a coverage guy and and he's been pretty good as a returner, too, but I think more as a coverage guy making tackles. I think that's where he should get the pro bowl nod. And then Morgan Cox, the Titans' uh, long snapper, should be an all-pro this year. He's been fantastic. The Titans haven't had any problems, really, with uh, getting the ball back there. So... I think the Titans have quite a few Pro Bowl options, mostly on the defensive side of the ball. But with that in mind, let's take a look at the AFC playoff picture here. Who do you want the Titans to face in the first round? I have a couple options that I, I won't mind facing. And then, of course, I have a couple options that I'm a bit worried about. Before we get into it, though, I do want to tell you guys about our sponsor, Bet Bet BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis, you can get all the latest odds and trends from every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got you covered at betonline.net. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. Bet online where the game starts. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about basically what the Titans should do throughout the rest of the year. We talked about the Pro Bowl options for the Titans this year. Now, I want to get into some potential playoff matchups for the Titans and the way the AFC is shaking up right now. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe for Monday through Friday, free. Tennessee Titans content all year round. As for your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. All the biggest stories, all the biggest games, all the best insights from local experts. Monday through Friday, check out Locked On Sports today on whatever podcast app you use. Looking at the potential playoff teams for the Titans here. So the Titans right now in the AFC are third. You got Kansas City at number one at eight and two. Miami at number two at seven and three with a five and two conference record then you have the Titans underneath them and the Dolphins have the tiebreaker over the Titans because of strength of victory um but anyways that'll all work itself out by the end of the year but then Baltimore at number four seven and three four and two Buffalo at five seven and three New England at six and four at six and then Cincinnati at six and four at seven. You have the Jets at six and four right on the outside. You have the Chargers at five and five right on the outside. Then you get into Indy, Jacksonville, Vegas, blah, blah, blah. I don't see those guys as contenders. So for me, there's nine teams vying for seven spots. So let's look at some of the teams here. I personally, let's get this out of the way. I don't want to play Miami. Now I'd I'd rather play Miami than the next two teams I'm going to mention. But the teams that I don't want to play in the first round, it's Cincinnati, Buffalo, and Miami. Those are the teams that I don't want to play. I am hoping. Now, if the Titans had to play one of those three, I'd play Miami all day. I'd rather play Miami over Cincy or Buffalo all day. No question about it. So, But I still wouldn't rather. I still, if you look at the teams that I'm going to mention as the teams I'm willing to play, the teams I don't want to play, Miami is definitely on that do not want to play list. I'd rather stay away from their explosive wide receivers and the pass rush that they're putting together with Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb. So, I'd rather not play them. Which, it's probably going to work out that way because Miami or Buffalo is going to win the AFC East. And they're probably going to have the number two spot, the number two seed. And then whoever doesn't win... In that com- in that division, it's probably going to get the number five seed, and I think that there's a very good chance that the Titans stay at three. So I don't want to play Miami, Buffalo, or Cincinnati. I'm hoping that Cincinnati can jump up and get the number four spot ahead of Baltimore, and that Buffalo eventually wins the AFC East and gets the two spot. So it's Kansas City, Buffalo, Tennessee, Cincinnati. That's what I'm hoping for. And then, from there, the Titans would get a shot at New England, the Jets, the Chargers, because you'd have Miami at five, and then, who? Baltimore at six, New England at six, the Chargers at six, the Jets at six or seven. I'll play Baltimore right now. I, I'd i take on Baltimore. They, like I've talked about, styles make fights. Matchups. Baltimore does not have the requisite matchups to threaten the Titans in their weaknesses. Same thing with New England. I'm not scared of New England's wide receivers. And Matthew Judon is very good. New England has a good defense. But I think the Titans can make a plan for that. Likewise, the Jets, please, Lord, we know the Jets are about to fall off now. It's about over for them. But they had a nice promising start to the year. And then you look at the Chargers, and although I said the Titans would probably lose to the Chargers during the regular season, I was on the fence about that. But in Tennessee, in cold weather, the team from San Diego, the team from L.A., the team that historically in big spots makes stupid mistakes, Brandon Staley against Mike Rabel. Give me the Titans in that one. In the playoffs. In Tennessee. So, I want to play the Chargers, the Jets, the Patriots, the Ravens. I'd love to stay away from Miami, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Let me know how you guys feel about that down in the comments. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.